Welcome to the Feel Good News Podcast, a podcast created to highlight all the amazing things happening around the world. This is your host, Mike. And I'm your co-host, Linnea, and we'd like to invite you to hit that subscribe button. Thank you so much for joining us. Now let's get on to the show. All right, we're rolling. Hi, guys. Welcome back to another podcast, Feel Good News, the number one podcast for news that makes you feel good uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> i'm just coming up i'm just saying it's the number one um in our hearts yeah in our hearts for sure guys it's freaking spring Woohoo! officially isn't that amazing it's amazing ready for well i guess in arizona it gets freaking hot but yeah but i like i like it i think this time is like why we move not why we moved to arizona but my favorite times of the year when it's like the days are getting longer and like the mornings are so crispy and fresh and not so dark anymore. All the birds are coming out. The lilacs smell amazing yeah. here. I think the only annoying part about spring in Arizona is the lack of insects. Mm-hmm. That is weird. Because I mean, because there's not a lot of vegetation. Mm-hmm. Like unless you go to like the botanical gardens, you're going to see a ton of flowers mm-hmm. and you know, there's going to be bees and like beetles and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. But I think that's the only thing I miss about um, Texas is the greenery. And then when spring hits, like the amount of insects that are all over the place. It might Which, just be where we live too. That's just yeah, not so naturey. Yeah, we're not so much near any vegetation, mm-hmm. wild wild vegetation. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so. So nice. A little bummed because my obsession with insects won't be won't be uh, you can't feed it right now yeah i can't feed it yeah as well yeah um but we got a little garden going mm-hmm. um we i don't know did i mention this last time maybe not i well, don't think so we in our place we have like a small portion of like rocks or we used to have like a small portion of rocks and um it's like on our patio but we cleared it out and we put in some new dirt uh, we planted a bunch of wildflowers. We got the lantanas. I've been there for a while now, but it's thriving now. Uh, and the wildflowers are starting to come out. So I'm not sure when they'll start blooming, but they're growing. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then now we have an an additional bird feeder. So now we have two bird feeders. Mm-hmm. And the woodpecker is a pest. And I'm realizing that now. But I mean, it's a good pest to have. But you know, early in the morning, you'll hear it kind of wake you up with yeah. its little honking. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, he's definitely getting his his fuel at our house. That's for sure. Yeah, and and we got two gnomes. Two gnomes, and they're just thinking. They're just thinking and hanging out. Yeah, they're just hanging out. So we got a little bit of a spring nature in our in our garden here. Mm-hmm. We did see some bugs there yesterday. But oh yeah yeah yeah, mm-hmm. yeah we're starting to meet, see a little bit more, which There's is why we we planted the wildflowers because that'll attract a ton of. Um, honeybees and you know other beetles and mm-hmm. yeah it'll be good yeah but uh yeah it's, you know the reason i bring up spring is because obviously it, it just turned spring and the spring vernal equinox just happened mm-hmm. which was on march 20th mm-hmm. yesterday for us which apparently it it used to be on March 21st, hmm. um, but it changed around the time Obama got into office. 
which I'm not sure what what year that was. 2008. Yeah. So, and I was you know I was reading the article that said that, but basically, it changes uh, every century. Oh, that's interesting. Um, so, you know, it's going to be March 20th from here on out, basically until. Mm until we pass away and then even our kids you know Mm -hmm. Uh, or i mean not our kids but (laughs) 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 other generations someone else's kids yeah yeah um but uh yeah so that was cool that i learned it was like so spring officially arrives on march 20th which was this past saturday Mm -hmm. or this what's today today's Today's sunday it was yesterday today's Mm -hmm. the 21st um and so you know what essentially what that means do you know what the equinox means it's the longest day no i know that's why i was, wait too. I was like second. wait what it can't be the longest day that's in june mm-hmm. that's the summer solstice yeah so equinox basically is it, it stands for equal time mm. like there's a latin root word to it yeah and uh basically the days and the nights are equal 12 hours a day 12 hours a night mm. and spring starts when the sun is directly over the equator okay and so this happens obviously every year and you know the sun spring starts when the sun's directly over the equator and then as time goes on the sun starts to move more and more northward so it's the last shortest day of the year yeah and so uh so what uh what people you know what this article that i found was saying is like technically it's supposed to be 12 hours of day 12 hours a night mm-hmm. um but it's actually an illusion like because when the sun meets the horizon mm-hmm. for sunset mm-hmm. you're actually seen beyond the horizon like because of the curve of the sun oh yeah so there were people that were like looking at the time, you know, because in the in a newspaper or on articles, it'll show you like times of like when the sun rises, sun sets and mm-hmm, stuff. Mm-hmm. And obviously when you do the calculations, it doesn't add up. Right. Right. And so a lot of people are always so confused every every spring yeah. when this happens. And it's like it's an equinox, but nothing's adding up. Mm-hmm. And it's because, um, you know, back back in older times, it was more based on. You know, the technology wasn't there to really calculate it through time mm-hmm. and, and time collection or tracking. Uh, and it was more based on like the visual. Mm-hmm. The so, light. Yeah. The light versus yeah, the, the dark. The yeah. light. Yeah, yeah. So I thought that was really cool. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I was looking this up. I read that article and I was like, well, that, you know, that's interesting. I like I honestly did. I never pay attention to stuff like this. Mm-hmm. I just. I don't even know when spring. Meanwhile, I'm obsessed with this stuff. I have been since I was a kid. I always looked at when the sun sets and and sets, sets and rises. There we go. Every yeah. day. And like my brother and I used to be and probably are still super obsessed with like the weather everywhere. It was just like these weird random things. We'd always just be like, oh, that's cool. This is when the sun's setting. I don't know. Weird. But what about... um? Like tracking, the, like, did you yeah. know what the equinox was and all that stuff? Or I summer did, solstice? I guess I just didn't know how to verbalize it. And it was very clear when, I think more so when we were in grade school, because like you could tell that you would have less time to play outside with your friends mm-hmm. and then it would get longer Yeah. or like it would take forever for the sun to 
riser for the school rooms to be bright. And so you definitely sense that. And I'm from a farming town too. So definitely yeah, there was like some changes there for sure. You were probably, yeah, because you're from a farming town, mm-hmm. which is upstate New York. Mm-hmm. You're, I feel like you're more, you're more um, exposed to like agricultural terminology for right. tracking the skies. Yeah. Right? Like, and then it was like, then the ground, well, I mean, it's probably not going to be fully thawed for a month or two probably, but like it would start to thaw and you could start to plant some things and, and things would just kind of shift at that point. It's more so like Easter probably is when I feel like it, an actual spring equinox happens mm-hmm. in upstate New yeah. York. But yeah, I, I was a little cave kid okay, growing boy. up. So I, I just noticed the, the sun, but I didn't know like there was terminology for Like I literally just learned what summer solstice was probably two years ago. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like mm-hmm. I, I just never pay attention to that. It's weird. Yeah. Um, so I looked this up and I'm like educating myself on this and I found this other article that was saying, uh, it was talking about some like interesting facts about the, uh, the equinox. And so basically, do do you know of any rituals that happen during equinox? Like, like what? Like within religions or, or anything like just, have you ever heard of like, events happening around the equinox well i mean i just went to a persian new year party that's when it's it's centered around is is always like the equinox and the solstice that's when they have a lot of their celebrations oh really yeah mm-hmm. oh see i didn't even know that that's cool right yeah that is i cool. just learned that today too yeah, talking yeah. about you know the purpose of celebration yeah did you know, what's the name of that persian celebration the persian new year there's, that's what like it's the new year yesterday for hmm. Yeah, because uh, I was talking to our Marcus, mm-hmm. our Persian friend, our second Persian friend. One of Persian our Persian friend. friends, yeah. Uh, and he, there was a term for it, and I, 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 I'm blanking on it, but mm-hmm. there's a term for that. Yeah. Yeah, well, I didn't even know that. See, that's cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, there was another, uh, 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 what is it, like a, a tradition mm-hmm. in Maryland mm-hmm. um, where they burn socks what do you have any idea why would you could you guess why they burn socks well maybe it would be something to do with like collect like stepping on negative energy <laughs> or something at <laughs> <laughs> oh, all you got a real i got uh, deep you got a real meta all right what does it mean what does it mean no so maryland huge boating community yeah um apparently during the winter, the sailors and the other boatmen mm-hmm. wear socks oh, while yeah, they're on the cool. boat. Oh, this is cute. Okay. And yeah. so when the equinox comes on that day every mm-hmm. year, they burn their socks. That's so and funny. So, like, it's the celebration of warmer weather. Yeah. And the other thing too is like it's tied to like like uh, nautical superstition, right? Mm-hmm. Like so, it's bad luck to to not to be wearing socks on a boat during the uh, the springers equinox mm-hmm. time or whatever summertime mm-hmm. i guess that's cute uh so that was cool and then i i found this other thing so apparently a lot of um ancient uh ancient monuments are built around the equinox too mm. and so just it's na- just balancing maybe yeah just to, just to name a few um uh, monuments like stonehenge new grange 
uh, Machu Picchu, the Pyramid of Khafre, which I don't know which one that one is. Mm-hmm. They're they're aligned with the Equinox in, mm-hmm. in unique ways. Uh, yeah. One of them they mentioned here though that I'll I'll bring up is uh is this pyramid in Mexico. Uh, it's called Chichen Itza. Mm-hmm. Uh, is one of the most famous monuments of Mesoamerica mm-hmm. and the Great Step Pyramid of Colcan in Mexico. And apparently that, that one's constructed in a way with the equinox where, you know, when it starts, when the sun aligns with the equator and it, and it sets on the opposite t- side of the world, mm-hmm. it actually creates a shadow along the pyramid uh that that creates a it creates a shadow that looks like a snake whoa climbing the stairs of the of the pyramid so it's really cool and they call this um so let me just read this little excerpt it's uh the shadows of the structure built in the 8th and 12th century ad formed by the equinoctial sun evoke the image of the sun serpent slithering down the north side of the pyramid. That's really cool. And that happens once, it, like once a year. Mm-hmm. So it. And here's a picture, and I'll post it on on our on our Instagram. Wow. But you could see like the snake's back essentially going down, mm-hmm. and then at the bottom of the stairs, you can actually see the snake's head. Huh. So you see the yeah. little wavies. Yeah. So I thought that was cool. Um, it's interesting how. You know, to like this was all again like a lot of these the study of changing the seasons and stuff was for agriculture, mm-hmm. and it's crazy how these ancient civilizations like somewhat mapped these events out right over time, and yeah. then like the Mayan calendar, you know, was helps to some degree like map that out and. Mm-hmm changing the season and stuff it's just yeah interesting uh i feel like uh what would it be like yeah astrology was like the in old times astrology was like the the tech industry mm-hmm. today right yeah like it was like the, probably one of the most popular sciences to study right um and i bet and i didn't look this up but i'm wondering if like people who stutter studied astrology were held you know, high ranking and mm-hmm. like we're wealthy and stuff like mm-hmm, that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cause some amount of like predictability and yeah. scheduling and that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. I've been curious with the origins of the farmer's almanac too. I wonder how long that's been around. The farmer's almanac. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I could look it up. Let's see. It seems like it's been, it's, you can predict things from it too. And it has, I mean, it seems like it's more records of history and history repeats itself, that kind of deal. So then just so, see. Yeah, it says here early history would be 1792 wow. to 1850. And it was the 1793 edition. Mm-hmm. Neat. First issue was 1792. Yeah. Wow. That's crazy. Yeah. Um, I don't know if that's related, but it kind of, that's so what I can equate it to i guess i don't know uh yeah i've actually only like skimmed through that book and they mm-hmm. usually have it at like sprouts yeah uh but i mean it's a yeah I'm, it's a cool book mm-hmm. 
maybe we should pick one up. We should. Um, I was trying to find like where. Yeah, and it's all based on astronomy. Mm-hmm. Like the whole book is based on astronomy cycles mm-hmm. and weather patterns, and you know, it's based on re- research developed. So to calculate the almanac's weather predictions, Thomas, which was uh, the person who who edited uh, the original f- almanac, mm-hmm. his name was Robert B. Thomas, uh, which was the publication's founder, mm-hmm. uh, and he used it to to calculate the almanac's weather predictions. Thomas studied solar activity, astronomy cycles, and weather patterns, and used his research to develop a secret forecasting formula, mm-hmm. which is still used today. Mm-hmm. That's crazy. I know. That's crazy. Sorcery. (laughs) No. Um, Let me see. Yeah, so that's that's cool. Mm -hmm. But anyways, happy spring, guys. Um, Hopefully, you're doing fun spring. Actually, is it spring break or did that pass? It's happening for some people right now. Yeah. And last week, too, it seemed. Yeah, Mm -hmm. hopefully, you're out having a fun spring break. Um covid free spring break mm-hmm. you're <laughs> a socially distant spring break <laughs> um so yeah enough with spring let's jump into the next article so this speaking of covid this article has to do with covid and it's okay. good news mm-hmm. it's good news for natural medicine mm-hmm. and it's good new- news for patients dealing with covid cool so apparently a study that's currently undergoing peer review found that a C- that CBD, a, ca- a compound from cannabis, mm-hmm. probably one of the most popular, mm-hmm. uh, has been found to stop COVID-19 replication in lung epithelial cells. Neat. So, uh, observational data from patients who were taking CBD before they were tested for coronavirus showed that its use was associated with significantly lower infection incidence rate than those not taking CBD. And so when they looked down to mechanism of action, they found that it inhibited the expression of certain genes within the viral cells mm-hmm. and reversed changes in gene expression within the lung cells resulting from the presence of COVID-19. In other words, it had both a protective and a therapeutic role. Cool. So very interesting stuff. Yeah, yeah. they found that it, that it actually blocked viral RNA expression. Mm. Well, super um, anti-inflammatory, so it kind of interrupts that natural inflammation yeah. process. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There was sweet. actually two. So this this news came out. Obviously, we report on news that comes out during the week. Uh, or so if you're listening to this on when I release, which would be Monday, this is all news from last week. So this was on March 17th. This came out. But uh, yeah, we I mean, we know, you know, C- there's been a lot of studies and research on CBD and it having like really good anti-inflammatory effects. Mm-hmm. Um, and this is just another one to add to the list uh, with COVID, mm-hmm. which I think I had been hearing early on that, you know, they, they found some relationship with marijuana smokers and COVID mm-hmm. and having some kind of protective effect. Interesting. Which you always want to like question, right? Whether, because, y- you know, I feel like there's... It, it could easily be like hype around a <laughs> marijuana. Right. You know, without right. any real validation. But apparently, yeah, this is going to be a peer-reviewed study mm-hmm. looking at CBD, which is which is not the psychoactive portion right. mm-hmm. of marijuana. So mm-hmm. this is just another 
cannabinoid that's mostly it's non-psychoactive and it's and it has like tremendous anti-inflammatory effects Mm -hmm. which is really cool yeah um so that was one article that came out against COVID-19 and then there was another article on CBD so CBD is popular this past week apparently so um they found that a two-week course of high doses of CBD helped restore the function of two proteins key to reducing the accumulation of beta amyloid plaque a hallmark of alzheimer's disease um so yeah they found that cbd again this is another study uh and it was in the journal of alzheimer's disease and they found that cbd was actually reducing that accumulation through a protein an immune protein called uh interleukin 33 Mm -hmm. which basically regulates like the cleanup of beta amyloid buildup um and so yeah they found that cbd was like normalizing that signal protein Mm -hmm. and it's just it's just interesting stuff uh and you know obviously i don't want to get too medical because this is a this is a fun Mm -hmm. podcast but yeah good news yeah super cbd and natural medicine new studies coming out cool stuff especially with difficult difficult to treat and address conditions like you yeah. mentioned. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. But of course, talk to your physician about dosing and getting good quality products. This course isn't intended for any medical advice. Yeah. Yep. Disclaimer. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Next article. So did you hear all the hype on Wall Street Bets stuff? Wall Street Vet? Wall Street Bets. No. Okay. So, Linnea's out of the loop. Yep. Um, so, are you familiar with Reddit? Yeah. Okay, so Reddit is this online platform <laughs> where people can hang out. Sorry. And, you know, I'm not going to get too detailed, but uh, there's a group in Reddit called Wall Street Bets. And so, a couple weeks ago, they made a bunch of front news headlines mm. talking about how they were able to, like, kind of manipulate the stock market oh, in yes. a way that's, mm-hmm. like, you know, power to the people you know they were mm-hmm. like taking over wall street or whatever um and so they did that by basically investing a ton of cash into a stock that was going out which was, GameStop. was GameStop. yeah okay um and the reason that upset wall street was because there was already investors in there that were betting on the failure of GameStop, which is shorting make, yeah which yeah. is called shorting mm-hmm. it and not to get too technical but uh so they kind of upset a ton of Wall Street people, you mm-hmm. know, all these these uh, big big names in Wall Street, and you know, a, t- a ton of these redditors made millions to hundreds of thousands of dollars mm-hmm. doing this, mm-hmm. and so some good came out of it. Yeah, um, and that good was they actually donated a combined three hundred thousand uh, dollars on endangered wildlife conservation. Wow with some of the winnings that's awesome uh which was really cool and one of the places they donated to was the diane fossey gorilla fund mm-hmm. uh, which operates in the virunga mountains of the eastern democratic republic of congo okay. and rwanda but uh so there's this group in reddit called the ape gang <laughs> and so uh i'm not sure how this picked up steam but they they wanted to start you know giving back to the community 
And so the ape gang started to donate to this fund and mm-hmm. they, you know, they were able to like raise a ton of money for these gorillas. Actually, I think it was 300,000 just to the gorillas. Wow. So that's not including like, apparently they were, do- uh, they were, uh, donating to, uh, to snow leopards, bonobos, manatees, and warhogs. So like a bunch of nice. just conservation stuff in yeah. general. Um, and this ape gang basically d- donated $300,000 to this gorillas and it was just like that's cool mm-hmm. like i like to see that like and i think it again it, it uh it's just another win yeah <laughs> yeah it's a nice little call to action kind of thing that's cool it's like they these people are like beating the system and mm-hmm. then giving back it's like robin hood right right oh, well which is ah. hilariously the trading app that they use to do that's most of this funny. stuff <laughs> whoa Full circle. yeah so interesting but uh What's funny is, you know, remember we were talking about the names, how like uh, they were naming the snowmobiles in our previous episode yeah. and stuff like funny mm-hmm. names. Mm-hmm. Well, they, when you adopt a, a gorilla, you're able to like name it. Yeah. And so one of the gorilla's names was uh, Jim Cramer's Tears. <laughs> and so for people that don't know who Jim Cramer is, he's a, he's like a television host mm-hmm. that covers a lot of economic mm-hmm. situations. Mm-hmm. He's the guy that like, mad money is that yes him? okay yeah i yes right? actually that's the show yeah yeah. yeah yeah i think i'm pretty sure that's but he's the guy that's like yelling he's around loud mind, yeah like yeah he hitting gets pretty angry like yeah has a bunch of sound effects throws his mug on the right. brakes stuff you know what i mean yeah uh and so they named one of the gorillas that's jim kramer's so tears because apparently he had like he was losing I'm sure his, he was upset shit with over that. the yeah. whole wall street sure. stuff yeah um so yeah that's some good news um and then our last article here, this is a short one. This episode's kind of short. Just cool little. Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes the news of the week is bigger than other weeks. It's okay. The, it's all right. The crowd wants good news. I know. We're giving them. Amazing. <laughs> yeah. Give the people what they want. Um. All right. So this last article, Um. actually, this might be our short, shortest episode to date. Wait, what episode number are we even on? Wait, did we even do what you're grateful for? No, we didn't. Oh, guys, what's happening? And it was funny because host Mike was like, okay, you got to think what I'm grateful for. Push the record button and immediately forgot that he was thinking that. Whatever. So we're going to do that in a minute. No, let's do that now. All right, fine. Little intermission. (laughs) And then we'll do the last one. Okay. Actually, no, we'll end on it. We'll end on it. That's We're nice. already yeah, halfway let's, through. This yep. is our last article. Yep, yep, let's yep, just yep, get it through. Yep. Um, what would you say, what would be two animals meeting that would that would be so strange to you? Mm. Maybe like an elephant and a bunny. Yeah, that's not that strange. Mm-hmm. That's like different. Not like a jackrabbit. A little bunny or like an elephant and a chicken an elephant and a chicken yeah that's kind of strange yeah what about a border collie and an octopus yes <laughs> that's weird very right? weird yes <laughs> first of all it's weird because uh <laughs> it's, cute. it's a land land it's animal. i wasn't even going animal. there yeah like they're not even living in the same <laughs> environment mm-hmm. so <laughs> apparently this border collie named Lucy. Oh, love. 
I feel like Lucy's been a popular name. Mm-hmm. Wasn't that the name of, uh, that's the name of the lady last week that saved those pigs. Was it? I'm pretty sure. Oh, cute. Um, so Lucy was playing fetch with her owner mm-hmm. uh, on t- in tide pools along South African coastline. Talk about freaking wonderful. I know. Like, that just sounds great. Out. I'm just hanging out on the South African We're coastline. We're just playing some fetch. Yeah. <laughs> T- taking those IG photos looking good. Oh. Um, with that spring break body. Yeah. Uh, so she was out South African coastline. And her owner threw the ball, landed in the water. Mm-hmm. She went out to fetch it and noticed that the ball was moving. And started to freak out. Yeah. Like looking at it curiously. Mm-hmm. Right. And there's a video on this. Um, so anyone who's listening, you could probably look it up. But the ball like starts moving. She's like tilting her head like, what the heck's going on? It turns out an octopus crawled out of a rock. What? Saw the ball, grabbed it, and like started <laughs> taking oh it away. Oh my gosh. And eventually like took it into a, her little octopus like cave. Mm-hmm. Um and said Lucy seemed very confused about how to handle this matter. Understandably, but she let the o- octopus check out her ball without a complaint. She's so nice. Uh, and then Lucy looked at us questioningly, as if asking what to do next. Yes, <laughs> like, like uh, I don't hey, know either. My freaking <laughs> ball's gone, guys. <laughs> We're having a good time. But uh, yeah, that was. It's just a interesting uh, meeting of animals. That's cool. Octopus and a yeah. dog. I feel like a like a it's i've heard of like i could hear or imagine like a, a dolphin and a dog yeah like i feel like that's common right I'm yeah because sure. i feel like dolphins are kind of like dogs yeah they're kind but of like way dogs. smarter and i'm sure i'm sure they've plenty but like octopus and dogs that's yeah. very, very yeah. interesting yeah uh and then in the same article uh they talk about quincy the cat that that was playing tennis or uh table tennis mm-hmm. did you see that that viral video uh no all i remember is that old i think it was probably from vine the quincy dog that oh, would yeah, yell yeah, yeah. that's anytime i hear that name that's what i think about Quincy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> i love that one. no so this it was just a viral video of a cat they added it to the end of this article and it was like a viral video of this cat named quincy that was playing uh ping pong that's cute with the owner and mm-hmm. i saw that video on uh i think i might have seen it on instagram but the owner like slaps the the tape the the paddle? ball with the mm-hmm. paddle mm-hmm. and the cat like instantly slaps it back <laughs> and he's so on the cute. other side of the table and he's huh. just like hitting it back and that's forth. a perfect sport for a cat uh, right yeah just like swatting stuff yeah but uh so yeah just some uh heartwarming news mm-hmm. that's it that's all i got today that's cool um yeah there's a hummingbird the, outside there look check it out check it out yeah i i i so there's a hummingbird right now eating one of the f- or drinking from one of the feeders, mm-hmm. and uh, it's a feeder. I actually moved the feeder to the window, so we have two now. So I put one right in front of my kitchen office window, so my office is actually in the kitchen because it's mm-hmm. just better that way. <laughs> Multi-purpose room. <laughs> it's because you need to work and have food on handy. Yeah, yeah. So it's just close and convenient. Right. But uh. Yeah, we can see like hummingbirds directly out of our window, which is really nice. Actually, didn't you tell me about this study or maybe I saw it? It was like uh there was like a a study that came out looking at people that just watched birds. That's definitely what you found. I didn't tell you about that. Yeah, so it was like it was it found that like 
just bird watching decreased stress and anxiety and mm-hmm. that's nice chilled you out it's yeah. like super meditative totally which is why i watch birds mm-hmm. every day yeah well, we have two feeders in eyesight <laughs> I, wanted, I wish i could get paid to watch birds yeah that'd be cool. i'm sure what's funny is that i say that and I, i'm sure there's people just doing 100 <laughs> percent. yeah <laughs> like they're just sponsored by patreon just to watch birds yes guys you can make a career out of literally anything yeah so whatever you're passionate about go out there and make it happen you can dream it you can do it yeah even if it's like i don't know maybe you maybe you love raking sand on one of those tiny little little zen sand gardens pits. yeah on the <laughs> have you seen those those are really cool right I love them. like i want one for it's it's on the top of your desk yeah. you could put it yeah. and it has like a tiny little rake mm-hmm. and little rocks yeah and then you just like another actually it's another meditative tool mm-hmm. but guys i bet you can make money doing that yeah just film yourself live stream it yeah <laughs> i mean asmr is so popular i'm sure they those videos exist yeah um all right so that's it let's uh let's knock out a a grateful uh session so Linnea, if you want to take it away what what are you grateful for today? So I have a pretty cool one because I had a really in, unique and interesting experience the other day. And this week I'm thankful for, I'm, it's kind of interesting how I'm going to phrase this, but the ability to observe other people's awesomeness and just to kind That's of like nice. take a step back and watch that. And I say that because I, I was actually had the honor of being invited to a birth at home. Mom and baby are doing fantastic. No um, interventions, all natural kind of deal. And it was really, really incredible. And as I'm kind of coming down that adrenaline high from the whole thing, it's just really beautiful to reflect on, to see just the sheer strength of not only mom, but also dad that was there and and baby to come out through all of that. I mean, coming through the birth canal is pretty traumatic. So that's cool. It's it's amazing. I mean, there's really no words for it to just kind of be like, that's that's pretty awesome mm-hmm. to do that and yeah. to be able to to watch and observe and and be involved in that. It just it just kind of changes your perspective on a lot of different things. And you know, I'm sure that people have have seen or heard when when women get to the, or whomever get to the point where it's like you feel like you can't go anymore and then you dig deep in your body and say, no, I got this. And then you do got this. You're doing it. It's pretty cool. So that was, that was pretty remarkable. And I hope to have more of those experiences soon. And it just really kicked off the end of the week and the start of the next with just appreciation of the strength of the human mind and body and and watching people endure that kind of strength kind of deal. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And, and, yeah, bringing life into the world yeah. also. Yeah. The creation of life. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. That's good. Yeah. Man, you beat mine. I should have no, started this. No, there's no such thing. <laughs> no such thing. It's not a competition. Well, I was going to say I'm grateful for gluten-free noodles. That's a good thing. <laughs> That's a good thing to be grateful for. <laughs> Guys, I'm grateful for gluten-free noodles. Yeah. And and good good point. You know, your great your gratefulness doesn't have to be amazing every nope. week, just mm-hmm. like our episodes don't. You know, like yeah. this was a chill episode, nothing yeah. crazy on yeah. the news, but um yeah i'm I'm grateful for gluten-free noodles um i love my gluten-free spaghetti spaghetti's Mm -hmm. like i can eat that all day yep i actually just made some today so i'm gonna have spaghetti for the rest of the week um and yeah and 
what's funny is like you can say something as silly as like i'm grateful for gluten-free noodles but yeah. when you when you kind of you deep like you dive like into break it like, down yeah you, when you break it down it's like why am i grateful for gluten-free noodles well i'm actually really grateful for alternatives for people that have intolerances to gluten free. Mm-hmm. like and then you break it down even further th- from that and it's like well i'm actually like i'm grateful for medicine and the advances in medicine that we're able to recognize yeah. people who have intolerances to, right. to gluten yeah um and so it's just yeah it's a compound mm-hmm. almost like yeah. you could be grateful for something that's kind of silly but which is hey I, maybe i just gave another little tool for people to do is like to be extra grateful maybe break down what you're grateful for right. to like a very like foundational level mm-hmm. you know there's tears to gratefulness probably yeah um so yeah that's what i'm grateful for now guys i am i mean we're done with the show but as always uh we'd like to ask you uh what are you grateful for this week or last week something that happened in your life uh maybe it's something big maybe it's some amazing changes that are happening for you or, you know, maybe it was a somewhat of a negative change, but you can still 100% be grateful for it. Yeah. Um, and then, or maybe it was something tiny and small and may not have seen, insign- you know, may not have seemed so significant, but you can 100% still be grateful for it. So I'm going to go ahead and end this podcast. But as I end it, go ahead and reflect on that and enjoy this next week. And yeah. we will see you at our next show. Have a great week, guys. Yeah. Bye, guys. Later. Happy spring break. Yay. Don't party too hard. Spring break. And uh, yeah, don't drink and drive. <laughs> All right. Love you guys. Bye. Bye. Hey, guys. Hope you enjoyed the show. If you haven't done so already, hit that subscribe button. Also, if you have an article you'd like to submit, you can find our contact information in the description. Can't wait to chat again next week. Bye, guys.